0: follow us on apple podcasts or anywhere else you listen
1: this is utah weekly forum a public affairs show dedicated to learning more about the issues affecting our lives and health and exploring the resources available in our diverse communities to help here's your host rebecca cressman
2: well, I'm so glad that I get to have a wonderful conversation today with two individuals I work closely with on Zion's Indie Film Festival. As I should say at the open, I'm a board member. It's Rebecca of the Zion's Indie Film Festival. It used to be referred to as the LDS Film Festival. And Marshall and Michelle Moore, with decades of experience in the film industry, are the directors. So welcome to the show, Marshall Moore and and Michelle. Thank you, yeah, thanks for having Thank us. All right, for so the very first thing that probably our audience is learning is the name change. So can we talk for just a bit from that point of view? Um, Michelle, tell us what Zion's indie film fest, what the new branding of this film festival represents for those who are um, you know have the history attending the LDS Film Festival?
3: Yeah, you know, and when you do a name change and something as substantial as this, you know the festival that had been going for twenty plus years, you you take a lot of um, precautionary moves, you know, we're strategic in in, uh, introducing a reimagined brand. But the main reason that we did switch this is that we felt that there was a lot of filmmakers, um, even just outside of, you know, the Utah or even the LDS market that that we found were not submitting because they either, A, thought that they had to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or that the film had to be specific to something within this um, religion, you know, like a story about missionaries or, um, baptism or, you know, things like that. And so, um, we also, before we made the announcement and before we switched, we did email a survey out to the, the longtime, you know, filmmakers within this community, like your T.C. Christensen's and Mitch Davis and, you know, Garrett Batty. These are, you know, big films like I Love Kennedy and 17 Miracles and Other Side of Heaven movies that this community, um, are endeared to. We, we asked their opinion also. So it wasn't just a, a whim that Marshall and I were like, you know, let's switch the name. Um, so we were very purposeful in that. The reason we settled on Zion, there was many that were, you know, kind of tossed around and brought up to our board and to other uh, people in the industry that we love and respect. We settled on Zion because of the meaning. And, and actually Marshall found um, a definition that just resonated with us. And Zion is also defined as a gathering place. And that was, you know, it still kind of does a nod to Utah. It does a nod to, you know, religion and um, uplifting faithful films. But it also talks about a gathering place and bringing like-minded community together. And that's what we try to do with our festivals. We bridge that gap between filmmakers and audiences. And we, you know, we we bring them together. We highlight their work.
2: Yeah, I love that idea, the symbolism of Zion's bringing so much Talent and creativity and energy all together, and and that's what film festivals do. Is it's not only an opportunity for those of us who love films to see new films before they're like hitting the box office and support, you know, new filmmakers, but it's a place to continue to um, encourage the development of film in our community. So Marshall is with us as well. Um, talk to us about, I guess I should say, because the Zion's Indie Film Festival is on its way. Marshall, tell us how soon it is. We're what a couple of months away
1: yeah we are <laughs> it's uh, it's coming soon March 15th through the 18th uh, of course this year 2023 at the Sierra Center in Orem so it's the same venue we've been at for you know the last 21 years so this will be the 22nd year if you include all the LDS film festivals that uh, happened up to this point so yeah it's, it's coming down on us we uh, obviously just announced the, the films Uh, that have been selected. There'll probably be a few more that you'll hear of as the days go by, but we did our uh, major announcement on uh, Monday of all the feature films, uh, documentary features, short films, um, documentary shorts, and music videos.
2: All right. So for those of us who didn't have a chance to see that press release, can we talk a bit about some of the exciting films that we'll be seeing this year at the 22nd Annual Zions Indie Film Fest?
3: Yeah, Yeah, I think that um, I was going to add, and and I know Marshall, he, first off, we watched all of these movies, and um, our audiences are in for a treat this year. But also, people can go to our website, and there's a video of uh, the selection announcement, and then also just kind of, you know, each of the films. But let's dive in and talk about a couple of them. So, I'll let Marshall, you want to mention some of your favorites in the different categories?
1: Yeah, so uh, we saw a lot of good films. I mean, we we watched you know a couple of hundred (laughs) altogether, including all the shorts and and the feature films. And that took that took a fair amount of time, which started in uh, you know really started in September when we started looking at these things. Then we had to cram as they started coming in faster and faster uh, towards the end. But there are some familiar names that uh, are out there. Uh, Garrett Batty has a movie in the festival called The Carpenter. Uh, Dave Bresnahan uh, is coming back again uh, with Devil's Men, uh, a World War II story. Um, there's a movie from Barrett Bergen called Cryo uh, that's been out there a little bit, and he's an upcoming uh, filmmaker in the in the community. Um, some great documentaries, uh, one, one beautiful one called uh, The Block 14. Uh, you may be familiar with that uh, about the uh, Wyoming football players. Uh, oh yeah, I remember in the, in the 1960s.
2: Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, let me not interrupt that because this story is very powerful. It was recently uh, recognized the event at Brigham Young University at a, a recent football game as well. So this is the story right of the Wyoming football players that wanted to yes. stand strong for the racism that had been endured, and um, they uh, were they not they were kicked off the team. Is that correct?
1: yeah their coach kicked them kicked them off the team, and uh they never really played again, but they didn't let that stop them in their personal lives moving forward Of course, there was bitterness and anger, but later in life, they all came together and uh, oddly enough with the the l d s church and Brigham Young University to uh, provide uh, food for uh, hungry communities a- a- across the United States where these players these players lived and where they, they saw a need and those needs uh, came together with you know through Desert Industries and shipping food and large semi trucks. It, it's just an amazing story of coming together after something that happened in 1969. Uh, it was uh, remarkable.
2: All right, we'll so have a chance to s- go ahead. Continue. Sorry.
1: No, there's that film. There's there's so many. You know, we can't mention them all. Uh, they've come from all over the United States all over the world really um, there are some from out of the out of the country uh, but they're uh, you know we're, we're going to program like 80 80 films um, and uh, we hope to have a lot of filmmakers come to the festival that's the big part of it so we can do the question and answer sessions with them af- after each film and that's the beauty of a festival you get intimate with the filmmaker and they can talk about why they chose this topic or, or and how they made the film and the struggles they faced. And that's kind of the beauty of a festival. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's many more. Michelle, I don't know if you want to mention a, a few on your end.
3: Yeah, well, I think that you've touched on the fact that we have a lot of different filmmakers that this is their first time submitting to the Zion Indie Film Fest. And I think that goes to kind of the fact that we did do the name change and that more people are finding it. The quality, the production value of some of the films that we've received are amazing and stellar, and excited to you know host them at our festival as well. I think a couple of others that I would maybe just um, do a shout out is on our feature film, is we have a Rob Diamond's newest one, The Last Page, that will be there, and then another beautiful film that we actually saw at a different festival just this last weekend um, here in Utah called Alta Valley. And what I love about many of these different feature films, documentaries is that they're mission driven, they're cause driven. There's, you know, um, they're there to entertain as well, but there is just, you know, something that you can take away. And I think as a movie goer myself, that's something that I always look for in a film is that was I uplifted, inspired, or entertained. Like those are kind of my three, you know, categories after whether I'm at a megaplex watching a movie or, you know, in our, our home studio, you know, screening submissions it's always something in the back of my mind that I, that I try to keep in the forefront to, you know, in our evaluations of these movies, but the short film block, Oh my goodness. That was the most that the festivals ever received. We've doubled the amount of submissions in a year and the talent from Utah. We've got some great surprise ones in there from out of state. We've got like California, Tennessee, New York, Texas that are coming in, but also I mean, if we could talk about just the amazing talent in the Utah market from from the acting, you know, perspective, and then also the, the filmmaker and crew. Like, we have some top-notch short films um, and, like, proof of concepts, you know, for larger, um, you know, hopeful to be into, like, a theatrical or into a feature film, but... Man, we're, we're excited, for and, sure. And
2: for those of us who are not in the film industry, what is the length of a short film versus a feature film? Or um, I think most of us know the difference between a documentary and a feature film. Yeah. But what's the difference there?
3: So a short film, we actually have one that's three minutes. And it's amazing how much of a story that they can convey in three minutes. And then I think our longest one is up to 36 minutes. So anywhere in between. I would say they average between... 10 and 22 minutes, probably. And so that's why we put together a short block. So we have, you know, a short film block and then a short documentary block. And so you'll you'll go into a, a, a like programming of about 90 minutes, and you'll see five or six different shorts in that in that block. And then, as Marshall mentioned, we do a QA and a with the filmmakers afterwards. And really, that is just one of my favorite parts of the festival as well, to, to figure out why this particular story you know, what it meant to them as a filmmaker and and as their film family. And that's one of the things that we also, you know, with the Gathering Place for Zion, you see so many, you know, families that are, you know, individuals that are brought together in a family situation to film a project. And it's just so inspiring to see, see them cheering each other on, you know, even creative making, making new deals, even at the festival, we have distributors that will be there and we have, um, you know, producers and executive producers that are at the festival. So it's just, it's just a, if you haven't ever been, I highly recommend it. And it's just, it. I remember the first time I went to the, to the LDS film festival and my background's publishing. And so I wasn't super familiar, you know, 10, 12 years ago with how amazing Utah is in the film market. And I remember speaking to Marshall and saying, so are they real movies, like real movies that you'd see in the theater? (laughs) And I've just been, and and they are, and they're well done. And I just have been blown away, you know, since then. And we have such a rich, rich history here.
2: Well, and then I'll just say last year when I attended the premiere of Zion's Indie Film Fest at the CIRA, the movie that opened it up all was Waterman. Um, about the father of surfing, and and that movie was so incredible. It, yes, it won three awards at uh, the film fest here at, in uh, in Orem. But it is it's gone on to be streamed on major platforms. is an incredible movie. So yes, they are real movies, and yes, this is a chance to kind of get a sneak peek. So have you already announced, Marshall, which movie will be the premiere uh, movie for the film fest this year?
1: We have not announced it, but Michelle, can we talk about it?
3: But we are, we are going to announce it here with you, Rebecca, because we okay, have just been is. able to receive com- <laughs> we received confirmation um, that they are going to be able to be here and be part of the, the celebration. So our opening night film is called His Only Son from Angel Studios.
2: Oh, my goodness. His only son. Yes. Angel Studios yeah. is behind a lot of incredible uh, film projects. So when you say they're going to be here, uh, Marshall, are we talking about the filmmakers and the producers and those who are involved in the movie?
1: Absolutely. And they've—they've they've, Angel Studios has also come on as a sponsor. So, uh, yes, they, they plan to have uh, not only the filmmakers there, the, the, the people who run Angel Studios, and then also they're they're going to make a presentation uh, during the festival as well. So they're going to be highly involved in uh, everything they're doing it, 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 and that we're doing. But to have his only son as the opening film is is so huge and uh, for, for the festival. And it's a great film. It's about Abraham and
2: Isaac. I was going to say, for those who haven't heard the buzz about this, this is about you remember the biblical story of Abraham and put in the position after waiting decades to have a child. Than being asked to sacrifice that child. And my understanding is going to be released at Easter. So we're going to have a chance to hear ahead of time to see his only son at the Zion's Indie Film Fest. So congratulations, you guys. That's a big win.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what we were looking excited. for. It's always you know, a stressful situation to kind of when you're moving along and you're like, hey, what, what's our opening film going to be? Because we had Waterman kind of in place for a few months. Uh, before last year. And then it's like, how do you how do you top that? And then his own.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
1: My son appeared, and uh, we were able to uh, work it out with, uh, with Angel Studios, so we're, we're thrilled to have them as, as part of the festival this year.
2: Oh, we'll be looking at that. And of course, you know, when there is the Q&A period of time, that's when you get to find out about where do they shoot all these shots? How do they achieve the cinematography that they did? It's just absolutely compelling. So uh, let's talk for a bit. I know we have a few minutes still together. to 25 minute interview, but um, Marshall and Michelle, let me direct this to Michelle really quick. Um, tickets are going to sell out in particular when we're talking about opening night uh, of the premiere. So where can we get the tickets and what type what type of passes are you making available for the Zions Indie Film Festival, which will be March 15th through the 18th?
3: Right. And we did, we had three of our uh, feature films sell out last year and we anticipate, you know, as we're looking at the program, we haven't released the official schedule yet. So there's still, you know, we're just trying to um, work out those details a little bit. You know, programming over 80 films is, is not something you can just do overnight, So, you know, we're we're looking at all those variables. (laughs) It is a Rubik's Cube trying to, you know, not keep everybody at the theater till 1 a.m. And, you know, so we're excited about that. As far as the best value and to guarantee that you will have um, a seat in, you know, in any of the films that you choose to go to, you know, from that Wednesday to that Saturday, also including our our workshop or our panels as well, is our all-festival pass. And that is already available on our website. We've actually had a number of, you know, different people that just know what to expect when they come to the festival. So even before we announced what films were going to be there, people were, you know, buying these up. Um, it's a four-day pass for only $75, and that, that really is a great value. Some of the bigger film festivals that are out there, you know, this can be anywhere from 299 to, you know, $400 and stuff, too. So it's a lot of great um, films that you'll be able to participate in we will be releasing the actual schedule that will take place you know here's oh gosh i'm thinking that probably mid well probably the last week of january the you know around the 20th of january we we have to coordinate with the Sierra and their ticketing platform to put it all up but individual passes or individual tickets will be ten dollars and then we will also be Launching like if you wanted to have like an all day Thursday pass or an all day Friday pass, all day Saturday pass. So there's a lot of ways that we try to create great value for the movie goer because that's, you know, who we want in the audience as well um, for the filmmakers to be able to interg- interact and engage with them. But yeah, I would say the best value is that all fest pass and it is limited so that we, you know, we don't, so we can still have tickets available for the, um, the, the, the audience is
2: also for each of the films. So right. Okay. So with another, the, all, with the All Fest Pass, that gives them access to all of the documentaries, the short films, music videos, the feature films for those four days. In addition to the opening night reception, which you're going to want to be part, that's when you're mixing and mingling with those who yeah. are, I mean, it is a ex- unique experience that you'll be there at the Red Carpet Award show. So it has beyond value behind. That as well. So I'm really glad that that's been available uh, online. And, and all you really have to do is is Google Zions Indie Film Fest, but the website is Zions Indie, as an in I-N-D-I-E, filmfest.com. So hop over there before that gets sold out. Marshall, I wanted to ask you about the Filmmaker Workshop Series. What what will be happening in that?
1: Well, we'll have a, a, industry experts uh, filling in the slots on Friday and Saturday, we'll have, uh, you know, behind, kind of behind-the-scenes panels, uh, instructional panels and workshops, uh, conversations with filmmakers, uh, some who have films in the festival, uh, others who have certain skills that they bring, like composing music scores. We'll have a, a panel on, uh, you know, with film composers. Uh, so, uh, you know, and how, how to get into the industry, how to get your film distributed, uh, how to raise money, you know, all those kind of uh, topics. Uh, will be in our in our panels you know maybe some special effects panels uh, so that that 's that 's what we 're looking forward to that 's a, a lot of times some people 's favorite thing about the festival is learning how things get done in the in the industry because sometimes it seems like an enigma like how can you get something done and what what these panels do and these workshops do is give you practical information to uh to move you ahead, forward in the industry if that 's what you 're interested in doing and it 's also good for Uh, You know, people who aren't in the industry, they can come and listen to uh, what it takes to make to make a movie uh, or a music video. And there's
2: very few people in the state of Utah that have an in-depth knowledge of what it takes to make a movie more than Marshall Moore. His name, of course, is familiar to you. Not only is he a co-director of Zion's Indie Film Fest, but he was the director of the Utah Film Commission. And Marshall, you are also you're currently um, working at Utah Film Studios, right, as the VP of operations and marketing? Yes, every day. So if I see, (laughs) if I think, if if I just say Kevin Costner, Yellowstone, uh, (laughs) one of the you know one of the biggest projects that have come out of Utah film studios uh, for years. So um, this the uh, Zion's Indie Film Fest is is I I want to say the like the ground in in which great movies and great shows continue to be developed here in Utah. Would that be fair to say, Marshall?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, look, the studio serves as a platform for many, many productions. Yellowstone was there for for three seasons. Unfortunately, they moved to Montana uh, due to the film incentive structure that was got better in Montana and not as good in Utah. And we've since fixed that, but it was too late for that show. But right now, the studio has Apple TV uh, there and the Food Network there. So we're we're as busy as we've ever been. We have three cl- separate clients in the building Uh, right now so it creates its own set of challenges but they are good ones
2: yeah those are the kind of challenges we want to see in the economy (laughs) and the film industry here in in utah and and for those who are studying films and and michelle you made the point that this is a family-friendly film festival that in any of the films whether it be a documentary or uh, a short or you know a feature film you can feel confident that you can bring your kids to the the film festivals that's still true michelle
3: it, yes, definitely. and and that's that will always remain true with this film festival. So we um, you know we honor the heritage of uh, the Sierra Center and what they the type of films that they bring into you know the community there at, at that venue. And so we will always have you know movies pr- playing that I would sit with any of my grandchildren or my children and watch and And that's always reassuring, you know, to know. What you're going to be, you know, going into when you when you commit to yourself for two hours to be in a room that's dark and and, you know, you're you're relying upon what's on the screen in front of you to to help hopefully make you a better person
2: after you watch it. Mm -hmm. I love that that I I remembered that that feeling distinctly after the opening night of the Film Fest last year with Waterman. Wow. There are stories, untold stories of people all around us and in history that we can draw strength and purpose from and and I love the idea of bringing kids and having them rub elbows with creatives. You know, what stories do you yeah. have? How, let's bring those stories to life. Let's let's encourage that kind of development. I think that's really wonderful. We have about 5 minutes together uh before we wrap up this interview. We talked about the uh, film the pardon me that the all pass that can be uh, purchased online. Where else should we just continue to watch the website, Michelle, for more information as it becomes available?
3: Uh, That's a great place. Also our social media, you know, platforms on Facebook and Instagram, which is just Zion's Indie Film Fest is the handle on both of those. Um, So we do make like special announcements. We share the excitement of all our filmmakers that are posting right now, you know, that they're a selected film and, and just, growing that community that we keep talking about, you know, creating that gathering place for, for creatives, um, you know, to, to be, continue their craft, to, you know, improve their craft. And I think that the workshop series, like, we'll be announcing, and that whole lineup, Marshall kind of, you know, teased some of the topics that we'll be covering, but the actual, you know, which day on that Friday or the Saturday and the different time slots, those will be announced. And we're just super excited
2: right and, and can i just say by the way um it's a big project of um, running a film festival and it's extraordinary and yes volunteers are always needed so if you want to be right there and greeting people and helping with the you know the tickets or the merchandise which by the way your graphic designers did a great job because the shirts and the hats the logos are great looking these zions you know Yay. you see the mountainscape and the colors so uh well done marshall on that
1: yeah, well, we worked together with our designer. She's fantastic. She worked with us last year and uh yeah, when we saw the design she had come up with and uh that we were we were thrilled and excited to just get them out there and let everybody see the changes that we were we're making. We really didn't have any merchandise last year. Uh so we're excited to have that, that be part of the festival now. Right. And,
2: and I love that at the back of the t-shirts. It says gather, celebrate, connect. And, and mm, what a, what a yeah. great representation of the power of the Zions Indie Film Fest. And I'll just put another pitch out here is that if having quality films and quality documentaries that are family friendly are important to you, this is how you support it. This is how you say. I want to make sure that we still have uh, filmmakers and cinematographers and and individuals, you know, um, involved in sound and design. I want to support that uh, here. The storytellers, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. What you said earlier, so 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 important. Michelle said it too. That you know, this is the first time you'll get to see some of these films, and and you know, you hope they have a life after the festival, but you never know. So this is an opportunity to see films you may never get to see again, or that gain traction and become very popular in the mainstream and end up on streaming services so but this is the first opportunity to really see the, you know work that's you know coming out of uh, Utah and other states and other countries uh, you get to see it for the first time at, at, at festivals uh, you know including all the festivals that are here in the state that which there are many of course Sundance is coming up and we actually do have a film a short film uh, that's in the Sundance Film Festival will also be shown at uh, Zion's and New Film Fest.
2: How about that? So yeah, you're yeah, on par with deal. the Sundance Film Festival right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah, fantastic. It's
1: a, it's a Utah filmmaker. Yeah, so it's great.
2: And Michelle, you were going to say something. And
3: I would say Yeah, well, two things. I would just say that, you know, we we love we love supporting Sundance as well. So I'm going to be on a, a panel there for Utah or for women in film, you know, that's being put together here in Utah with Sundance. And I'm excited to be part of that. But, you know, these festivals, whether you're a, a huge internationally recognized, you know, film festival like Sundance, um, you know, and, and all the way down just to like a doc festival, you know, in, in some remote area to what Zion's Indie Film Fest hopes to, you know, continue to grow it. But these festivals don't happen without our sponsors. And I just wanted to, as we're wrapping up our interview, like we are so appreciative of, different companies. Um, So our our top sponsors, you know, for this year so far are the Utah film studios, living scriptures, angel studios, desert book, uh, our Utah film commission and stroke strategies without their support and their, and seeing our vision on what we want to create here. We couldn't do what we're doing. And, you know, we, we are just so appreciative and our board, Rebecca, like we love having you and your insight and, you know, helping us move forward this, this dream of, of gathering amazing creatives and audiences together.
2: Well, I, I am always just in your shadows as you guys are doing so much work. But, I, but being able to meet and talk with writers and directors and actors, um, uh, uh, big names right here, uh, are all on the board of the Zion's Indie Film Fest. We're excited. We still have a couple of weeks, but you want to get involved and engaged and be a part of it. Gather together, and Michelle and Marshall Moore. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll just give the website one more time. Zion's IndieFilmFest.com Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum.
1: Utah Weekly Forum is produced by KSFI FM 100.3 in Salt Lake City, a Bonneville International Station. Subscribe to the Utah
0: Weekly Forum podcast online and email us at Rebecca at FM100.com I'm Dave Cauley.